Today we're talking about baptism. Um, what is baptism? It's a public pro uh, proclamation of one's belief in Jesus Christ, who died, was buried, and rose from the dead. Personally, for them. Or it's a ceremony in which one enters the church family. I could end it here. We could have our baptism and be out of here in a half hour. But what fun would that be? <laughs> I would like to start with an illustration. A simple ring, like the one on almost everybody's hand. Cheap, sometimes. Sometimes expensive. Sometimes scarred with marks and sometimes just nice and shiny. What it, it doesn't really matter how the ring looks. What matters is the symbolism. It's the symbolism is it's an outward appearance or sign or something showing your affection and your devotion to your significant other. Stating that I have died to my old way of life, your freedom. <laughs> and now I am irreversibly connected to my significant other and I have entered into a new state of being in existence in the sight of God. It's a symbol showing everyone who sees it just as, it, uh, just as baptism is an outward um, appearance of something that has already occur occurred inside. It's a way of showing that. You have been washed free of sin by death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. There are two sacraments or ordinances within the church. One is communion and one is baptism. <clears throat> a baptism, uh, let me say that again. A baptism is an outward symbol such as my ring illustration. Today we are talking about baptism. There's no special potion in the tank. There's, it's not holy water. It's just simple tap water. There are no secret handshakes. There are no hidden passwords. And physically, there's nothing spectacular taking place. Baptism reminds us that we are saved by faith to Jesus Christ, and that should be humbling. In Romans 10, verses 9 through 13, it says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, and God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. As the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call upon him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. We are saved not by what we bring to the table, but by the work that Jesus has done for us. There is something really humbling about baptism. You're not in your best clothes. No matter how much time you spent on your hair like me this morning, <laughs> the moment you hit the baptismal water, your hair's a mess. Um, this is fitting because Christ's death was undignified. It's a symbol of the fact that what really matters is the word or the work that Jesus has done 
and we are connected to that work by faith through him. It is Jesus, Jesus himself who taught us to baptize those who come to faith in him. In Matthew 28, 18 through 20, Jesus came and told his disciple, I have been forgiven, all, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. <clears throat> but before we get into this baptism part of the service, let's remember the message <clears throat> that water baptism proclaims. Water baptism is a testimony to salvation and Jesus, patterned on the Red Sea crossing, or the crossing at the Red Sea. In Hebrew, uh, deep waters represent judgment and death, and they are seen as evil. Just as the waters of the Red Sea blocked Israel from escaping Egypt, the waters of judgment and death for our sins keep us separated from God and as a slave to this world. But just as God made a way for Israel to cross the Red Sea, he has made, us, uh, made a way for us to pass through the waters of judgment and destruction in that way. It's through Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. This salvation has many parts. Um, just as Israel left Egypt behind, their slavery, their slavery and misery, when we come to, the, um, come to the water of baptism, we justify that we have left our old sinful life in this world behind. And through repentance, just as Israel was set free from the Pharaoh's judgment, and they went through the Red Sea safely to the other side. <clears throat> when we go through the waters of baptism, we testify that we are set free from judgment and death. And we are forgiven, and then our sin is washed away. Just as Israel received the Spirit when they came up on the other shore. When we come up out of the water, we testify that we have received the Spirit, just as Israel became a new people, no longer slaves, but God's chosen people. When we come, upon, when we come up out of the water, we testify that we are now a part of a new people, the people of God. We have a new identity. Just as Israel committed to uh, obey God on Mount Sinai, when we come up out of the water, we testify that we are committed to God and to obey God and uh, Jesus. He said in a connection with baptism to observe all that I have commanded you. So when we are baptized, we testify to the salvation that all parts of our salvation are real in our lives. Here's another layer to the message of baptism. Paul spoke about in Romans 6. Well then, should we keep on sinning so that, so that um, God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died um, to our sin, how can we continue to live in it? 
Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Jesus Christ in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we should also live a new life. And we should walk in the newness of life. I'd like to do a little illustration up here on... This is for you that have never been here. Our baptismal tank is here um, under the cross. So on this side here, before we get baptized, um, this is our old lives with death, sin, and judgment. When we go through the water baptism and we come up the other side, <clears throat> we are re, um, reunited with God. We are redeemed. We are resurrected to a new life in Jesus Christ. We have grace and we are sons and daughters of, of God. <clears throat> Notice what's in the middle between the right side and the left side. It's the cross where Jesus died for our sins. So as we go through from one side to the other, <clears throat> that is the key factor is the cross. In either case, looking at the Red Sea, or looking at the cross of Christ, the message is the same. When we are baptized, we testify to the salvation. That, that salvation is a reality in our lives. And this is the testimony of those who are coming forward to be baptized today. I had one more illustration I wanted to show. I'll be reading from 2 Corinthians 5. I'm going to start on verse 16. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has began. I have a, a picture that I hang in my office that I've had for a long time. And this is just kind of representing what's happening here today. The old is being washed away and a new creature is coming out. Well, thank you everybody. <clears throat>